Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. from the Athletic is the one, the only Jeremy Rutherford, who joins us now on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. You can follow JR on the uh, the X at JP Rutherford. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Do, do, do. You have reached a number that has been disconnected. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a you're you're a beauty. Uh, so did you stay up and watch that game last night? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Part of the job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Paul Bissonnette's comments? Oh, wow. He lit it up, huh? You know, Biz is a character. I actually got to know him a little bit, um, you know, just uh, interviewing him a few times. And he was out here, I think, for a uh, celebrity game out at Centene. He tells it how it is. I think he does a great job on that show. And I know that they have to be pointed with their comments. It's entertainment. Uh, and he wasn't necessarily wrong. You know, I, I think they focused on the defense, and it's not just the defensemen. There's a lot of plays coming out of the blue zone with the forwards carrying the puck, too, that end up on the other team's stick, as we saw last night. But uh, that play with Tyler Tucker, I know I caught some grief on Twitter, you know, when I didn't really single out Tucker. I realize if you're in the NHL and you're in the lineup, you know, you're supposed to, to make that play. He's a seventh-round draft pick who's a stay-at-home defenseman who his partner, Letty, pinched on that play. So he's left to defend a, a speedy Ross Colton, and he didn't make the play. And so to me, it, it's not so much on Tucker. Does it beg the question that you should have a, a quicker lineup in there, a Scott Prinovich, uh, if he can handle that job, uh, have him in there. He's got the wheels, and you know I think against a team like Colorado, you need to see that. So do you think that we will be seeing more of Scott Prunovich here soon? And how do they kind of move things around for that? Yeah, it's a good question. I guess you look at it like, Brooke, if 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 they felt like he could do it, he would be in there, I guess is the way they're viewing it. But Craig Bruby himself said a couple of days ago that Tucker had a couple bad games and that's why they pulled him out. And, you know, if you look at that game as kind of more of the same, which you probably do, you know, then I think at some point you're just going to have to make a decision on on who you're playing back there. But you know, I've been touching on it all week. Uh, Seattle, Arizona, Colorado, the Blues aren't any match for some of these speed teams, and that was evident right there on that play. Jr., how does this get fixed, or are we just are we have do we have too high expectations for this season right now? Do do do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that this is going to be a struggle, and, and you know what? Uh, preseason, early on in the season, you, you know, you guys and a lot of people are asking about, is this a potential playoff team? And you hear Doug Armstrong saying, you know, shoot for third in the division. You know, I felt like if this team showed up every night 
and was competitive, that that could maybe overcome some of the lack of uh, talent and the fact that it didn't match up speed-wise or in some other areas with these opponents. But, you know, I think for the most part, the effort's been there and the talent is just lacking and the talent that they do have isn't performing. So I think it's kind of a combination of those things right now. So, you know, how do you fix it? How can you do it? Um, I think you're going to have to get much better performances from some of those top guys. And I think you're going to have to, um, you know, have these areas like the power play try to help compensate for the lack of what you don't have talent-wise. I mean, we're talking one for 25 now in the power play, and I wrote about it at The Athletic today. 32 shots combined on those 25 power plays. Uh, Last night you had a situation, three minutes into the game you get a power play. The Blues have only had the first goal of the game twice out of their first seven. So there's a chance to get the first goal. You don't do it. Later on, you're down two to nothing, can't score in the power play. Later on, you're you're down two to one and can't score in the power play. So here's something that should be like taking candy, and, and it's not. And uh, throughout the season now, it, it's really cost the Blues. So if you don't have the talent to match some of these teams, you got to rise up in some other areas uh, like special teams, and the Blues aren't doing it. So with that being the case, don't have the talent, need to rise up with other uh, avenues like special teams. How do the Blues forge ahead? Is it by upgrading the talent or changing the way that they approach those other items of which you speak? Yeah, it's it's the best question uh, you could ask. I mean, I think that it's a come to Jesus. But remember, last year the Blues did that with Doug Armstrong coming out in early November, and, and things didn't change. You know, is it is it evaluating this team as a team that's not going to be a playoff team and just accepting it for what it is? Is it is it finally some of these guys, you know, carrying their weight? You know, I think there's a number of things. Or if if none of those three happen, Randy, then it's going to be changes. It's just going to have to be. But, you know, to me, I guess at this point, even though it's only eight games in, to me they have to be evaluated for what they are. And instead of waking up and and watching them every night thinking that uh, the Blues have a chance uh, to win this game, you know, I think people are going to start watching it like, yeah, they could win if they pull one out of their hat. Uh, but this is going to be a tough season, and you know we just have to prepare for those consequences like they did last season. And we know that Craig Berube is a Stanley Cup champion coach. He still is, in my mind. But my question is, is this a Craig Berube team? Yeah, well, I think that it's tough to say whether it's his team or not when it's a retool. Like, would Craig Berube have wanted the Blues to go out and get a, a Brana type, uh, you know, and some other guys on this team. Let's say a, you know, Kapanen, who's been pretty good, probably better than advertised. Uh, you know, I I think, you know, does Craig Berube want a defense with a Tory Krug and, and maybe even a Tyler Tucker? You know, I think that's this my question right there. You, you hit yeah, the essence so, of my question. Yeah, so, so the Blues are going through this retool, and I think it's tough, Randy, to have a Craig Berube team when you're kind of picking up spare parts and you're dealing with cap issues and, and things like that. So, you know, eventually you're going to get to the question if this continues this way. I'm not saying you, I'm just saying people are in a month, two months, you know, is Craig Berube the right guy to lead this team? I think it's a bigger question than 
um, you know, as Craig Berube's message runs stale, there's a lot of new players on this team who haven't heard his message. Like they're a year, two years into being with them. You know, a lot of those guys uh, that he started out with are gone now. So to me, it's not so much as the message stale. It's what coach could come in and compete with this type of roster. Well, Jeremy, you mentioned retool there. When does the conversation start turning into, especially if things continue in this trend, from retool to rebuild for the Blues? Because it seemed like last season they realized pretty early on that something wasn't right there. You saw the moves that they made. When does that conversation start shifting for the Blues? How much more do you think that they will need to see? Well, I think that you could probably get to that point you know, now or soon. It, it still is early. I mean, we got to keep that in mind, eight games. Uh, I think nobody likes what they see, but it is only eight games. Um, but I think when you have that conversation and talk about, okay, now it's a rebuild. Okay, so what does that mean? Does that mean that we're totally going to go with uh, the younger guys and Tucker, we don't care how many mistakes we're putting them out there. Perinovich is out there. We're going to call up Zach Bolduc, Zach Dean. I mean, to me, that's kind of the rebuild situation where you're going to start playing those younger guys. You're talking to Snuggerud about coming out of school and getting him in a few games at the end of the season. And then you're talking about getting Dvorsky here you know, next year or the year after. But even if you do that, we all know what that means. It's going to take – you know, a couple, three or four years, you're not going to be able to, if you can't count on Cairo and Thomas and some of these other guys right now, you know, how are you going to count on an 18, 19, 20 year old to come in and, and change things around right away? So yeah, that conversation could be changing internally, but I would suspect that uh, the Blues will let this play out, you know, a little bit longer. JR, thanks so much. Great stuff as always. We appreciate it. We'll be looking for what's up next in the athletic, by the way, what is up next in the athletic? Yeah, we got a story right now on the power play, kind of breaking it down. And then, uh, Randy, you know how it goes in in the media. We got a, a fun story that we've been working on, but the last time you want to place a fun story up on the internet, <laughs> things are going like this. So some stories, let's just say they get held a few days. All right, sounds good. Have a great day. Thanks, buddy. All right, thanks, guys. See you, Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN.